0: Welcome to the Abracadabra podcast. I'm your host, Jasbori, modern mystic, empowerment astrologer, and self-discovery mentor. If you are a 21st century woman who is feeling lost, heavy-minded, and ready for change, this is for you. I created this podcast to inspire you on your self-mastery journey, to guide you as you self-discover. Teach you how to step into your authenticity and empower you to live fearlessly in pursuit of yourself. Keep listening as we explore astrology, pragmatic mysticism, spirituality, and everything in between through powerful conversations, shared experiences, and deep truths. Join me each week as we tackle it all, one universal lesson, an episode at a time, so that no woman lives unbeknownst or in fear of her own power ever again. Welcome back, my loves. Today, we're going to be diving into another episode of my little mini series that I do here on the podcast called The Lie. If you are new here, welcome. And I thought I should let you know that The Lie, this little mini series that I do, is, um, I guess, a little series around me dissolving and dismantling the lies that we are told by society, by our parents, by our friends, the things that aren't ours and uh in my opinion, my humble opinion, are uh, just straight lies and I think it's really important to to do this and a big important part of my work because i think we're told so many things that are just simply untrue and we relate them back to ourselves and we make them our stories and that can really inform our experience and our reality and i want you to be empowered i don't want you to be disempowered by these these lies that we're told so this week i'm going to be talking about the phrase i don't know and the reason i wanted to to do an episode on this was because I hear this a lot with my one-to-one clients because obviously I see them every two weeks if you're a one-to-one client of mine or ever want to be. That's the way that the container is set up is that we meet uh, once every fortnight, once every two weeks for a coaching session. And when you're a client of mine, I have some coaching pillars that I move through. And one of those coaching pillars that I have all my clients commit to is is empowering language. And up until this recent intake, which I've just started the new round, uh, we just started in June last month, and I added the phrase, I don't know, as a disempowering phrase that I ask all of my clients to not say. The other phrases are um, the phrase, I can't, I need, I'm trying, or I I, just the word try, and also the phrase, I hope I. If you want a little bit more information as to why I utilize this, I actually have a whole other episode on the, the empowering languaging and the disempowering phrases that are holding you back. So I will link that down in the description so you can go and get a little bit more info on empowering language. But very simply, when we utilize our voice, we inform our subconscious mind. Our subconscious mind is informed by our conscious, and we essentially replicate what is down in that subconscious in many different ways, and one of them being through the words that we speak. If we think about language, that that part of our, um, our brain and that... Uh, What is the word I'm looking for? I guess that that function of our brain is held down in the subconscious mind. So when we get really conscious about our languaging, we actually have the ability to really change our reality. This is a a practice that I have been implementing in my life for around two years. And I deeply, deeply believe that watching my language and being impeccable with my word as the four agreements uh, states is it has changed my life astronomically. It allowed me to remember that I am in the driver's seat of my own life, which is a big part of the coaching that I do, self-mastery coaching, but also just a big part of my my business and my practice in general. And I'm here to make sure that women are fearlessly in pursuit of themselves. And so if we are using fear-based language, particularly around ourselves, this can make massive impacts in our life. And I don't say that to um, instill fear in you. I say that to empower you because your language and the words that you create do create your reality because they're creating the thoughts that are in your mind. They're creating um, the feelings that are in our body. Um, and vice versa, right? All this stuff is intertwined. So I think it was really important for me to preface that. And again, if you want more information on all things empowering language, go listen to that episode. Um, and again, I'll have it linked down in the description. But I originally had you know, those four phrases, but I added this fifth phrase, I don't know, for this next round, because it was something that I was hearing a lot, a lot in, in my coaching practice. And I do also hear it, you know, in the readings that I do, um, one-off, which we have officially closed now as well. I've officially retired my astrology and natal chart and tarot one-off private readings. Um, just a quick moment to say thank you for everybody who booked their readings has um, made that move in taking a step towards their self-awareness, their self-actualization, their self-mastery through getting their natal chart read. It's such a beautiful practice and a beautiful modality and tool to help us um, do that. That's how I really utilize astrology. So um, yeah, I just wanted to say congratulations to all those women. And if you did miss out, don't worry. I mean, they're not coming back. But I have some really amazing things that I'm channeling and creating around astrology to really put the power back in your hands and um, step into this mission of using astrology for self-awareness, self-actualization, and ultimately self-mastery in your life. So stay tuned. Things are coming. So I digress. So I want to talk about this phrase, I don't know. The reason I, again, the reason I wanted to add this in is because I've been hearing it so much and it made me almost recoil and, and, and cringe and, and also feel very sad when I would hear women, um, saying, you know, I don't know. I think we say this phrase, I don't know. So often, particularly as women, we say it to fill time. And I've noticed it, in in my life this is not by any means like based in any sort of like statistic or anything but i've just noticed that the women in my life say i don't know a lot more and the men that do say it they only say it when they're insecure but they also are much more happy to sit in the silence i've noticed sit in the silence of thinking about their answer rather than just being like, I don't know. Because when I'm coaching clients, the one thing, it it actually started to grind my gears when I would ask them a question and they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, if you don't know, how am I supposed to know? Like I'm like, if you don't know, I don't know. Because your journey is obviously going to be different to mine. And so hearing them say that, I know that that comes from a place of, Society really telling us as women that we don't know how to make decisions for ourselves, that we don't have autonomy over our minds, our bodies. I think it's definitely important to bring into this conversation that as women, we're kind of told that we don't know anything, that we can't survive. This idea of being an independent woman, like it's it's new in 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 a woman's in like the in the feminine embodiment. And a a female embodiment and a female experience for us to really reclaim—that is new. Like you have to realize that we didn't even vote until like a hundred years ago. You know, we've only been in the workforce for like, in reality, like maybe sixty years. So there are like maybe a little bit longer than sixty years, but you know, we were very new to the workforce in like the grand scheme of things. Right, this idea that we don't know is something that I believe really stems from this greater societal thing where women and, and I guess um, females are healing from. We're healing. We're healing from the fact that we didn't know because we didn't have opportunity and we were oppressed. So I think it's very important to talk about that as we talk about this conversation, right? So not only do we have that, But then on top of all of that, everybody's experience, whether you're a man or woman, whatever you identify as, we have all gone through times where we've been told that we must rely upon something else in order to have the answer, right? So whether that is your parents, whether that is a Google search, whether that is um You know, making you know, consulting your wife, your husband, your friends, you know, your sister, your brother, your kids before you make a decision to validate this idea that you know what you're doing, and it puts me in a very funny position as a coach because a part of that, and I think the reason why people get coaching, and I know this from being a coach myself, is because I've I. I surrendered to the fact that I was disconnected from my knowing. I was disconnected, therefore, from my power. So when we say, I don't know, we are admitting defeat to the fact that we don't know something, that I don't have the power and the knowledge. I don't know is to, I don't have the knowledge, right? We are admitting that. Now you can admit that in an empowering way of going, I'm struggling here, right? I'm struggling, but I want to know because I know the answers are inside of me. I say this every single time I get a new coaching client, I am not your guru. I don't know you better than you know yourself. I say this through readings. I say this whenever I'm working with a client one-to-one and even in a group setting, I don't know. I cannot speak to your experience. I cannot speak to your evolution and who you are, you do know on some level, you just maybe have forgotten. And so if we can essentially let go of the phrase, I don't know, particularly as women, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable for us to sit in the silence of feeling into our intuition, feeling into creating space for the answer to rise, to listen to ourselves. Because again, we've been told, and I'm talking like, let's, let's fucking go there. Right. Like I'm talking if our intuition back in, you know, 1500s, I'm talking like witch trials and shit was demonized and we were oppressed, killed because of it. That energy is passed down right? Thoughts, belief systems, they're like DNA because you learn from the women that you were raised by and they learned from the women that they were raised by. I'm not talking about this in like an energetic sense. Like, yes, of course, you know, energy, the law of thermodynamics reminds us that energy never can be destroyed, only transferred. So if we are creating vibrational frequency with our words and You hear your mother say something to you, and then you take that on as your truth. You weren't born with beliefs, right? Everything that you believe is an indoctrination. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Thoughts and and beliefs are great, but are they your own? And how often do we allow ourselves the time and space to really cultivate our own beliefs about ourselves? yeah, about the way that we view ourselves. And I'm not even going to go into like, you know, our political beliefs or our spiritual beliefs or anything like that, right? I want you to have the choice. I want you to choose what you believe about yourself. And I want you to remember that you do have the choice. But in order to make the choice, you have to tap into that innate part of you that does know the answers, if you sit and think long enough, and usually it's like a couple of seconds, being comfortable with the silence of creating the space to, to bring forth what you feel, what your intuition is saying, what you know, is a rebellious act. But something that I see too often that women rob themselves of because we would rather say, I don't know, to feel the silence or the awkwardness. And it's our default to release our power and say, oh, I don't know. I am begging you to stop saying, I don't know, because here's the truth. You do know. You know everything that you need to know. Sometimes it's just hidden. Sometimes it's just deeper. Sometimes it's in your subconscious. Sometimes it's a little harder to access. So that's why people like me where I'm coaching or reading charts or doing past life regressions, this is why I'm in. Passionate about this because I've been that woman who feels like I don't know. And when I sat in that, it was terrifying. When I sat in the idea of fuck, I don't have, I don't know. I don't know why I have this codependency with men. I don't know why I keep attracting toxic relationships. I don't know why I have anxiety. I don't know why my relationship with my mom isn't the way that I wanted it to be. I don't know why. When we sit in that, it is fucking scary because you realize that you're not in control of your own life, that you're not in the driver's seat of your own life. Because if you don't know, nobody else knows. You're the only one that can know. And so yes, it's confronting. Yes, it's full on. Yes, it's, it's shadow and sometimes extremely painful and saddening to to make that to make that connection and this is what i mean by saying i don't know when you say it frivol- frivolously or when you say it offhandedly you're you're unconsciously giving your power away when you have consciousness when you have intent when you say i don't know with intention And you say that and you go, oh God, okay, I don't know this thing. Then you're vulnerable and vulnerability is power. Brene Brown talks about this a lot in her work. You tap into the shame, the trauma, the pain of not knowing yourself and what that truly means. And from there in that vulnerability, bravery is born because now, and that self-awareness, because now you have that knowledge that you don't know what the fuck you're doing. And that means that you're ready to take action. That means the only option is to take action. And so I ask my clients and I ask you today to drop the idea of saying, I don't know, out of your vocabulary. And to notice that if you do say it, what it truly means. It's an invitation to take action. It's an invitation to do the work. At the same time, I guess I want you to know that admitting that you don't know is the beginning. It was for me. And it puts you in a really powerful place when you're impeccable with your word, when you say it with intention, where you really bear the weight of what it actually means to say, I don't know, instead of it being a way that you bypass yourself and your inner knowing and your intuition to make other people feel uncomfortable, allow yourself some space to go, fuck, I don't know and then go and search out the answers. Use that to empower you. I love you guys so, so deeply. I pray that this episode has served you, that you feel empowered the next time you feel and say, I don't know, to catch yourself and ask yourself, do I really not know? Because if I say I don't know, That means that I am powerless in this area of my life and I must do something about it? Or am I saying it because that is what I have been told, that I don't know, that I'm stupid, that I don't have the answers? Are you using it to bypass yourself? Ask yourself this question the next time you say, I don't know. And commit to never saying it unless you're about to empower yourself and take action to tap into your knowing, to embody your power and fearlessly pursue yourself. I love you all so deeply and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Abracadabra podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, there are three very simple things that you can do. Firstly, you can hit subscribe on whatever streaming platform you are listening to this episode on. That way you get each episode delivered straight into your hot little hands. Secondly, you can leave us a rating and a review. They really, really help us grow and we love the feedback. And lastly, you can share this with a friend text it through to them, WhatsApp it, whatever works, or you can just share it straight on your platforms and make sure that you tag me at Jazbori so that I can thank you personally. Do one, do all three, any and all is always appreciated. Once again, this is the Abracadabra podcast. I'm your host, Jazbori. Love you forever, and I'll see you in the next episode.